0: We all have a story, we all have strengths and weaknesses, we all have something to offer the world. Shinier Light Radio celebrates the change makers who unapologetically shine their lights. Join me on the quest to connect and ignite the world. Welcome to another episode of Shinier Light Radio. We're here today speaking with Hervinder Raktu. 21 year old engineering student at the University of Guyana and a photography guru. I say guru because he has been doing it for a couple of years now and he's perfecting his craft. So, Ravindra, tell us more about yourself, how you discovered your love for photography, and how you're balancing that now with being a student.
1: Uh, how I discovered it is. Uh, basically playing around with small uh, equipment such as phones and anything that could basically take a photo or or just take a snapshot or something (laughs) and I just found different ways of focusing my camera in different finding new perspectives so on and so forth and I just love doing that in many different
0: environments Okay. and how is it how do you balance photography with being an engineering student? Is there any way that you connect the two?
1: Um, I connect the two uh, in a way of balancing my workflow. Mm-hmm. So, whenever I am in a very pressured environment, I tend to I tend to like gaze off into <laughs> my wonderland, and my wonderland is photography. So. Whenever I do idle in my in my studies, mm-hmm. I idle in the thoughts of photography so okay. i I basically think about uh many other techniques that I could be using in my next shoot, mm-hmm. or I think about um, a model that I can work with uh, in like trying a different uh pose, <laughs> or I can try a levitation technique
0: uh, you need to teach me that
1: <laughs> so. So I think about these things, these wild things that come, uh, my creativity comes from out of nowhere. And when mm-hmm. I'm in a very tense situation, when I'm, de- when I'm doing nothing, um, dealing with photography, mm-hmm. I think photography. Okay. So that's so. how it comes together for me.
0: So it's more so um, people say they're eating, sleeping and breathing photography. like it's always on your yeah, mind, you're it's always, always
1: being creative
0: okay so so
1: it's like it's like the opposite. so when you when you pull from the opposite, mm-hmm. you think the opposite. <laughs> so when when I'm on a shoot, sometimes I go blank.
0: Okay mm-hmm.
1: but I remember what it is that I was thinking about.
0: <laughs> and you're able to come back and yeah. fulfill the purpose. Is there anybody in the craft, let's say locally or even internationally, that inspires you?
1: Um, well, as I said to other newspapers before, my inspiration comes from looking at a lot of Instagram photos. <laughs> a lot of, uh, so I usually search uh, general, um, words, mm-hmm. general words, general on, words on Instagram, and I look at all of the, the um, other creatives, what they put forward, mm-hmm. and I formulate my own.
0: Okay. So, so no copying anybody? No just copying. I, okay.
1: I take from different persons. I Sometimes I don't even know who they are. They're, they're probably the smallest people mm-hmm. ever on Instagram. Probably with like 59 <laughs> followers. They their still have. But
0: here now, 59 is still an amount. Because I remember some of us, when we started, it was hard for us to even get a like or a follow for some people. Yeah. And now trying to what is it understanding algorithms that I think that's become so important to a lot of the creatives because if you're not seen people don't know who you are and people don't know your work yeah. is that something that you struggled with like getting your work out there getting people to notice you
1: yeah I struggled with that a lot so I I was the type of person that tried to understand the algorithm everything mm-hmm. every time it changed like it would change depending on how people react or how people use the platform. Mm-hmm. So whenever you see something is trending, Instagram will try to break it down
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that you could they could get the the smaller margin, the people who aren't getting attention to come up oh. and meet there. Mm-hmm. So you have to think along that line and see how it is to regulate your work, how the way how you post mm-hmm. hours and the type of hashtags that you use.
0: Yeah. So Did that become kinda of tedious after a while because I don't know if it would take away from the fun of just being a creative and just posting your work.
1: Sometimes it gets really stressful. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just want to throw my work out there, <laughs> and it doesn't get the reaction that it deserves. Mm-hmm. But I know that the people who are actually following my work, I see them, that they, that they see my work, and mm-hmm. that's all that matters to me.
0: So you're saying that what you had to do was basically find your tribe and find the people that actually can relate to your work.
1: Yeah. You find your tribe by linking your work to the 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 type of work that inspires you. Mm-hmm. So it's a simple um, it's a sil- simple thing to do on Instagram, but people try to cheat it. <laughs> so uh, you, you basically go and you you scroll through Instagram, and you just like the work that you like. Mm-hmm. And those people, the, because of uh, how the, in- the algorithm is, mm-hmm. they'll find you back. People who like the same thing, and then you start to interact and so on and so forth. You start getting messages, mm-hmm. and what Instagram is promoting right now is that uh, you leave comments, mm-hmm. and 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 it, it's gone to a, f- a point where you you have to start leaving DMs. Okay, mm-hmm. start messaging people uh, because Instagram pushes you to interact mm-hmm. more. So mm-hmm. the likes aren't doing it anymore, and even to the point where the comments aren't doing it anymore. So you, they try to form groups. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so that's what's trending, right? And that's why
0: it's so hard. I mean, for somebody like me that it, it takes a while to just like and comment and go into DMs and all of that, I guess I need to go back and look at my structure and how I use Instagram altogether. Because yeah. I usually just scroll. And if I like something, then I would just like it and that's it. So does that on... And,
1: and to go back to that point, that's mm-hmm. that's where... Uh, that's why a lot of your friends that you that you tend to gravitate to their work, you, mm. t- you tend to give them that like. They're usually the person that comes back uh. and like your work. That's why mm-hmm. you see that happening. It's not, it, it's nothing magical. It's just the algorithm yeah. at work.
0: Okay. Does that online presence, the online interaction, translate in real life? Are there people that would come up to you and be like, hey, I love your work. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a story about probably the craziest thing that happened to you. Like, somebody that noticed you Say, Hey, this is Revenger and I love your work. Has I, it ever happened?
1: It, it's, it's always crazy. It's <laughs> like, like sometimes I'll just be shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, i would be with my family and be like, I know you. <laughs> I know you. You're that guy that was just amazing. I love your work. Mm-hmm. And it would always be a, such, a, such a, a great energy mm-hmm. because it keeps pushing you. Because it, sometimes... You don't always get hired, mm-hmm. but you always want to keep creating. You don't ever want to stop. Mm-hmm. And that is what fuels you sometimes. Mm-hmm. You need that in your life mm-hmm. and in your career as a creative
0: Mm -hmm. a lot of us i know in the caribbean culture in general creatives don't really get that additional push that they need sometimes you would have to find that motivation within yourself to get it done so to have people like see your work and let you know that they notice you and they like what you're doing i I feel like yeah that indeed would give you the motivation that you need the extra push that you need yeah um Where do you see yourself in, let's say, three to five years, both creatively and within the educational field that you are in right now?
1: I see myself as a geologist. Okay. I see myself as a geologist, Mm -hmm. and I see myself as a part-time filmmaker.
0: Okay, yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Filmmaking is my ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. It's my ultimate goal. It's because it's a... Combination of photography and videography. Mm-hmm. So that that is what you call filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want. I really want to create my own short films. There are so many ideas that I want. That I want to put forth in my head. Mm-hmm. And why it is that I started. To, I started doing jobs is to fund. Okay. To so mm-hmm. fund this goal that I have, and mm-hmm. you you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if you want to make an honest living, you have to use what it is that you put forth in the world to, to help it to bring back. A lot of things that you're doing, you're trying to help people, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. I I think about the long term, Mm -hmm. and I want to create these films. I just don't. I I think that photos they resonate with people, Mm -hmm. but not to the point where a film was.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: And to a point where I started to take up illustrating, Mm -hmm. but it's really time consuming, and it's not something that I really enjoy because I really want to take reality Mm -hmm. and stretch it a little bit. Okay. And that's, o- that's only going to happen through a lens. Mm-hmm. So I work towards buying gear and so on and so forth to create these films. I want to create my films. I want to, se- uh, to put a message out there. Mm-hmm. And I want to make people aware of what's going uh. on, especially in Guyana. Guyana needs this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so many people, because Guyana, we, we are a third world country. We, we don't have a lot of people pushing. The people who are pushing, they have businesses and they have responsibilities that so they're not able to do this. So you understand that to a point. Mm-hmm and you don't expect them to do it mm-hmm. because they have to uphold, that's why they're up there in the first place, because they have that business. Mm-hmm. But you as a person who really wants to make a change, you're going to always have this behind your head that you want to make this change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you do have the equipment to do it, you do have the ability to do it, you have to be the right people behind you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you are going to do it, you go- are going to make that change, you yeah. are going to push forward to do it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes. Uh, the, there is a street photography that I usually do,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't usually do it professionally mm-hmm. with, with a professional camera, camera and so on and mm-hmm. so forth, because Guyana is a place where you, if you take away, take down your, take a, around your equipment, most likely you'll get stolen.
2: <laughs> you'll get yeah. stoned. Yeah. And you have
1: to think about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't let that stop me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I have my phone always with me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's nothing special.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but i use it to capture these these frames Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that i can put out there to send a certain message to people Mm -hmm. okay this is happening Mm -hmm. something like this is happening people are suffering like this people are on the road they're dying and they're dying slowly Mm -hmm. and the the news the new the, the news and the um the media in general they just take uh um, story and they put it up and it actually happens like like if a bus crashes everybody's gonna go and video it but you don't see the people that are slowly dying mm-hmm. as beggars they're on the street they they probably have uh, certain bacteria that are growing in their wounds and all mm-hmm. you don't see those things because people give them clothes to cover it. When you, when, you, when you unravel those clothes and you see what's actually going on with the skin. It, uh, just think about it, you're on the street, you don't shower at all. You just imagine, you don't shower for two days. Just I can't go gets.
0: a day or a couple hours, no. <laughs> just imagine how it is. J-
1: mm-hmm. Just imagine how it is for them. Them,
0: yeah,
1: definitely. And, uh, I had somebody that pushed me to, um, to make a change in this, in this, in this area.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the person said that uh, you shouldn't help these people. You shouldn't help these people because they, they can get up someday and they could help themselves. Mm-hmm. And where there is some truth to that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not always the case because I I bet that they didn't choose
0: to be there, to be there. and if they had the
1: chance to get out from there, they would. Mm-hmm. And they're not getting the chance. Think about us. We are young. We don't have jobs as yet. We don't have mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. jobs and our careers as yet and we are struggling okay. and we know it. Yeah. And just think about them. They don't have a career, they don't, ha- they don't have studies they don't have a degree, don't they don't have anything, so how are they gonna move? Mm-hmm. It's like that traffic jam that I was
0: in. <laughs> how was it going to move? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's more so, I feel like for me personally, a lot of us, I like to say that we're, we're trying to swim, yeah. but sometimes you do need the extra help, you do need somebody to help you get those resources, but at the end of the day, within ourselves, After we have gotten those things, we still have to have the willpower and still want to help ourselves. That is why shining our lights individually is so important because by shining my light, by you shining your light, you're consciously giving somebody else the opportunity or the chance to to shine theirs as well. So I feel like what you do is so important. It's not just painting a pretty picture. You are allowing people to see the reality of the situation. It's yeah. storytelling. Yeah, storytelling definitely. We all have our ways and means of doing it. And I, I know that your tribe and those people that are going to see your work and going to be impacted by your work would actually be, be pushed or, or get the motivation that they need to to make a difference. Yeah. Thank you, Rubendra, for speaking with me today. Before we close, before we go, is there a quote that resonates with you or, or any type of saying that resonates with you?
1: Um, As it relates to photography there is one thing that sticks with me Mm -hmm. and you can see it on my mobile photography page Mm -hmm. Uh, and I created my mobile photography page my account Mm -hmm. to share photos that I take on my phone Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, it's not only to share and brag that my phone can do this (laughs) or I can do this with a phone Mm -hmm. it's to show people that the power to create something is actually right in their pockets
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and that is why I post mobile photography because everybody has a phone Mm -hmm. everybody has a phone and everybody has some amount of creativity in them Mm -hmm. you see a lot of people take photos why do they take photos? why is is camera phones or cameras in a phone such a big deal today? Mm -hmm. it's a big deal because people have that creativity in them and they want to bring it out Mm -hmm. and I post that there so that whenever i 'm not in every situation, but the word the people need help out there
2: mm-hmm.
1: if we come together as a group and mm-hmm. we motivate each other mm-hmm. I, I instead of me using my phone, we could have like the whole country using their forward. phone yeah to take a, st- a frame,
0: mm-hmm.
1: post it up, and you could edit it however you want because the power is in your phone it 's a, a slab of a screen, but it 's really powerful. Mm-hmm and you have algorithms and these things taking over, the world is going to be a software place soon. <laughs> and you know that. <laughs> I'm a computer every- scientist, so I should know this. Yeah. Everybody, yes. yeah. You yeah. know this more than anybody.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, I basically say that the best camera that you can ever have mm-hmm. is the one that is always with you, mm-hmm. or that is with you in the moment. Mm-hmm. You have the best sunset, but you don't have your professional camera. Yeah. What do you do? Still you take, take out it. your f- you take yeah. out this, and that's how I learned mm-hmm. to start using my phone because I took a, a JPEG photo instead of a RAW
2: mm-hmm. because
1: RAW usually captures more detail, so mm-hmm. you could edit it later.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But JPEGs JPEGs are compressed, okay? Mm-hmm. So they have limited detail to recover in post, mm-hmm. but there's still some
0: something there. So you can't yeah. push it that
1: far, but you could push it a little bit, like 5% out of 100, and it makes the difference.
0: Difference. Definitely. So
1: you pull that out and you take a photo and you try to push it a little bit, you get something really amazing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's what I've been doing. And I I really advise that everybody do the same, everybody should do the same, and they can make a difference.
0: Yeah. So you capture the moments, have the memories, tell the stories, and most importantly, shine your light. Definitely. definitely. Thank you, Ravindra. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do follow us on Instagram at Radio to stay updated on all our new releases.